Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen, Copen and Copenhagen. This is a podcast about hanging out in Copenhagen. How do I pronounce your surname? Hello and welcome to Six Show Podcast, Coffee in Copenhagen on 97.7 FM. My name is... What's your name? <laughs> My name is Owen and I am here with Marius. That's correct. This is your modern guide to living in the city of Copenhagen. We talk about Denmark, we talk about Scandinavia, we talk about loads of things. Mm. Marius, give me an example of the things we'll talk about today. Well, um... We got some hot, uh, some hot news. I was hot, say. hot some news. Hot news. Yeah. Stories hot off the press. Yeah. Um, and then we uh, we have a fascinating interview with uh, Charlotte uh, de Gunneret, who's uh-huh. uh, from France and uh, is a co-founder of Sun Creature Studios. Uh-huh. And uh, they've made an amazing um, documentary, an animated documentary called Flea. And we get to hear about her, how she started that. The Sun Creature Studio and the, and the process behind sort of uh, fo- um, getting funding for this film and mm-hmm. sort of yeah her journey with that. Wow! And uh, then we've got some uh, some some very hot tips. Very hot tips because it's hot outside and there's a lot of sh- shit open now. <laughs> so that's there's good. things to do. There's things to do. <laughs> I'm excited. Yes, it was All so right. easy finding hot tips where it's been a bit of a struggle <laughs> the last a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like there were there were times in the last year where our hot tips were go for a walk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just you know look outside, <laughs> call your mom. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> uh, but no real hot tips today. Excellent. Yes, yes, yes. All right, sounds like a good show. Let's get into it. You're on sick. Mm-hmm. So in the news, Owen. Yeah. You know, um, you know that film 19 or that book written by George Orwell. 1984. 1984. I do know. Yeah, I was born that year. Yeah. Mm, good year. Great year. Uh, but um, this was this was a weird segue. But uh, <laughs> apparently Danes want uh, 1984. Danes yearn for more surveillance. Big Brother. Yeah. Um, and uh, we're getting it now What? because the uh, the police are setting up uh, more surveillance cameras. Oh. Yeah. That's. That's nice. In all of Denmark or in Copenhagen or uh, Copenhagen, sort of um, specific. Uh, Copenhagen police has announced it's setting up uh, 14 new surveillance cameras at certain public locations in the city. Now I know 14 doesn't sound like a lot, and compared mm. to a city like London or something, I'm sure we're way behind. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, there the police is sort of uh, content with this move that it will sort of increase security for citizens in the capital uh, whilst assisting authorities in identifying perpetrators. We, we, when you said people wanted 1984, is this following people's actual suggestion that there should be more surveillance? So a survey from 2017 yeah. showed that 60% of Danes wanted to increase the number of surveillance cameras in really? Denmark. Yes, uh, this surprised me also. Um so so apparently this is uh, how what, do you feel about it I'm I I don't like it yeah I get I get like at a at a train station or like places where you maybe in the evening uh, can feel a bit uncomfortable or something mm. yes I'm mm-hmm. all for it but something rubs me the wrong way about it like it's just I I feel it's here's here, here's my thing right mm-hmm i can't tell where I imagine Danes to be on that idea. Like, because one side, I think Danes would be like, whoa, 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 no, 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 we're mm. we're going to look out for ourselves. We don't need, like, 
yeah, cameras yeah. watching us? Or are they going to be like, we totally trust the police in the state? Then absolutely watch us. It makes no difference. Like, which side are they? Would pe- people be on? Do you think? I would have said the first one. Yeah. But I this survey kind of tells me a bit that, and 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 that is I think the norm here. There is a lot of trust in the system yeah. and in the police and the government. Um, I think more than in other countries. Yes. Um, So, so I think it is the latter sort of that. Yeah, no, we're fine. I have sort of this. I have nothing to hide. I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm totally fine with this. I, I, I <laughs> how do you? How, what do? You, what's your thought? Not, I'm not up for it. No, I'm not a fan of it. Mm. Um, sure, I totally get like surveillance is needed. I mean, you are also running a criminal I'm, empire. Yeah, and so. uh, <laughs> I've, I've, I, there's a reason I, I, my, I've moved to Denmark. Yeah. I don't want to be seen by anybody. <laughs> I hiding my identity. Uh, But uh, ha ha ha, jokes all around. Yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> just, ev- <laughs> just, just emphasize these these are jokes it's, and it's a very small empire. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um, it, but it, the one place where it's really prominent that I've been is England. Yeah, and in London particularly, right? Mm. Every corner has a camera. Yeah, and it's really kind of like um, claustrophobic. I, I feel like I'm being constantly mm. boxed in, watched, like. Yeah. Like, and it's and like you, you you can see like what they do in in China now with like they have facial recognition on these on these cameras they can literally follow one person through a whole city yeah. street to street to street yeah and none of that is like making me feel safer no no uh, quite the contrary yes yeah uh, so that is some seriously Orwellian yeah shit right there. right <laughs> yeah. Uh, so any step towards that outside of those other places like where it is it is and I can't change it but where like where I am now I don't want it to creep no. in you yeah know? no same same um, and but, I just feel like it's a slippery slope yeah like, once you say yes to more cameras yeah. yes, and then and I mean it was always already kind of a it's been a discussion around uh with the corona pass and stuff yeah. like that it's, it's but even with yellow sort of card and your NIM ID mm. I mean yeah. that I know I'm totally used to it now but when I moved here that blew my mind I was like, "What? There's this little card that gets me through my like insurance, my doctor, my bank. Mm-hmm. I use this one little set of digits each time." Yeah, I'm like, "Who's who? Someone's above that, looking down on it, you know?" As in, like, mm. now I don't feel that way. Now I've learned to trust, and I'm like, "I got my yellow card, I got my name ID, and this works." Yeah, yeah. and it fucking works. Yeah. <laughs> like doing my tax is a dream. <laughs> I mean, I love it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> uh, So there's that aspect, but the camera thing and the actual like, because that's like, that's like the idea of um, don't do something wrong because we're watching. Yeah. Pressure from above. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, which yeah. I don't like. No. No. It's a yeah. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't sit right with me. No. Um, but uh, do they say where it's going to be? Four, 14 cameras? No. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all, all of the 14. No. No. All on uh, Norport. Uh, article doesn't specify that. Okay. But but that also just makes me think like oh okay 14 more and there'll be another 14 more. Yeah. Like, definitely. They will just slowly increase. Yeah. These little like that, 14 doesn't sound like much. No. Yeah. Yeah. Another seven here. Yeah. That's what you know? scares me. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, that's we're getting it. So mm. uh, that's happening. Cool. Uh, In other news, um, we briefly touched on this sort of that the um, so vaccines. Uh, Denmark is uh, sort of the the as far as I know the only country was like said that the Johnson Johnson uh, and the AstraZeneca vaccine we don't use. Yeah, uh, but we did buy a lot of them before we figured that out, and yeah. then sort of all of these 
some side effects uh, were uh, sadly uh, had some severe uh, consequences. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we stopped using them, but we do have a lot of them still. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they did try and sort of sell them or s- swap them for uh, other vaccines. Really? Uh, and I can understand why other countries was like, eh, no, we're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, So then on uh, yeah uh, the third of May, the parliament agreed that citizens can in the future choose to voluntarily accept the, these uh, dropped vaccines. Yeah. Um, and um, it's been sort of, uh, especially young people who, you know, have are last in line to get vaccines. They mm-hmm. thought, oh, this could be a sort of a way to uh, use these vaccines yeah. and uh, give young people who are less likely to experience, um, I guess, is also the the uh, idea uh, any side effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, general practic- practitioners uh, and their union or organization, um, the Danish Society for General Practitioners, uh, which is about uh, 5,000 members, have sort of come out with a with a strong sort of stance against this, saying we do not recommend this. What? Yeah. Uh, and sort of as a statement says, we've considered how we should respond to this uh, optional uh, uh, vaccine scheme, uh, and we simply advise against taking these vaccines. What? Yes. No way. Yeah. Uh, and that the, surprises me. Yeah, um, we believe that the gain is almost non-existent. Uh, it is well described that there may be some serious side effects, but there may also be other side effects uh, that are only being investigated now. Uh, says uh, Anas uh, Baik, uh, who's um, the general sort of he's the one part of this uh, general practitioners uh, society. Um, so. Yeah, hmm. that's that's an interesting thing, and uh, there yeah. was a survey amongst young people also, and in this kind of there's a lot of it's kind of fifty fifty about sort of a lot of people are like yeah I'm fine to do it, yeah, and a lot of people are like no thanks. I, I'm I'm on the I was like yeah sure whatever I'm mm. I'll take it, um, and I still would to be honest, but I'm surprised that they that they've said that's not because I, you don't want the thing is you don't want those vaccines to go to waste either, right? Yeah, yeah, true. I mean. And it, But, it, you know, it's like it's pushing the vaccine plan further and further yeah, and further. December and, now, right? I mean, yeah. And it was originally sort of, yeah, uh, next June, month. Yeah, next month, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I I can see it a bit for both sides. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm also like, it was amazing, and it like I think it's historical how fast they rolled out these vaccines, mm-hmm. which is you know we needed that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh. So amazing, but it also does make me question. Well, how efficient was the sort of testing mm-hmm. uh, around this and mm-hmm. like and and then it is just a, a, a it's a little bit of a gamble i think so yeah. but uh yeah Ooh. it's not a recommendation uh from from us against or for yeah. i would say but um i thought it was an interesting sort it of uh, statement from uh, the general practitioners yeah. society here in denmark mm. uh finally in in other hot news <laughs> Sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> this is a hot one because uh-huh. uh you remember we had this whole mink controversy. You mean the the great calling of 2020? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh and uh, that went uh around the world where 100 or 13,000 tons of mink uh was buried uh in the soil uh, uh by Holstebro uh in uh, Jutland and mm. uh, Jutland and West Jutland and um Then there was this issue that they buried them, yeah. but then they uh, like some fucked up zombie movie. 
they had to like bring them back. They, they started rising out what? of the earth. What? Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear about no. this? No. Like, something in the decom- uh, decomposing process. Yeah, I think that the makes, gases or something yeah, were gases, pushing them yeah. up. So oh, they were kind of coming oh, out of the ground. Oh, yes. Oh. Um, All right. That that would that would totally fit with 2020. Like if zombie yeah. mink decided to like come back and attack. I mean, yeah, yeah sure. And that then was, there was issues about sort of the, the, the sort of. Uh, um, diseases from these sort of dead mink yeah, carcasses yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that yeah uh, but um and uh, <laughs> it says uh, they apparently had the consistency of a feta cheese yes it's very very disgusting i, I didn't need that no <laughs> i didn't need to hear that good news are that uh, they're being dug up now <laughs> and being incinerated <laughs> so Hey! Hey! Oh, that's a oh, that's an awful picture. I just oh God. <laughs> you guys should be happy. This is a podcast. <laughs> so uh, yes, uh, they're all getting uh, incinerated now. Okay. So there will be no more um, mink carcasses rising from the dead. Okay. Or rising from the soil. From the dead. <laughs> Not from the dead. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Oh, that'd be great! Like if 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 the mink COVID vi- virus actually was like the zombie virus that you know created the. World War Z. I mean, if you are a uh, an aspiring, um, I don't know, horror writer or something, yeah, yeah I think yeah. there's definitely some material, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just in general <laughs> around COVID. But this mink situation, yeah. 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 Oh boy, oh wow. boy, the return of the mink. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, dim the news. Dim the news, and what news they were. Thank you very much, sir. You're welcome. Uh, now uh, there is there is a uh, Denmark is on 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 a winning streak when it comes to film. Yeah, we're we're killing it at right? the moment. Yeah. Uh so we all everybody heard about Dunk, which is bang smack back into the, the cinemas, by the way. Yep. Uh so if you haven't seen it, go see it now. Mm-hmm. Uh but with English English with, subtitles. Yeah, yes. exactly. Um so highly recommend going see that. But 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 there was another film that oh, won what? a fantastic the biggest award at Sundance Film Festival mm-hmm. for documentary. Yeah. Uh this is called Flea. It's yeah. an animated movie about a an Afghan man or a young boy at the time who you know, uh, came to Denmark, had a harrowing story, and it, it's incredible. Yeah, such a fascinating conversation yeah. we had with Charlotte, uh, who's a yeah a co-founder of Sun Creature Studios, mm-hmm. and had an interesting journey into uh, her life in Copenhagen as well. Um, but yeah, we start by uh, talking to her about how she. Uh, She came here basically. She what brought her to Denmark? I know. I start off by asking her how her trip to France was. Oh yeah, that's true. France is uh, just being friends. And yeah, that's so nice. Yeah, <laughs> that is something that you know. Are you from Bordeaux? No. Um, do you tell me when it's on, right? Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's on it already. Be, it could be on now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm French, but I've been moving every three years to a new city for, with mm. my parents. So mm. I've been moving around. But okay. um, I have a twin brother and lives in Bordeaux. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. that's nice. Nice. To visit. Yeah. And how long were you back in France for? Three weeks. Nice. Have, yeah. Nice. Yes. Very nice. How long have you been in Denmark? Seven years. It was seven years the first of April. Oh, wow. Seven years. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. And you've been working on Flea for six of those years. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, if you, I can talk about Flea forever, but uh, yeah. I can just give you like, Flea is a feature film. It's yeah. um, it's what we call an animated documentary. Mm-hmm. So what's an animated documentary, it's basically like it's a true story, but we're using animation for, um, for many reasons. One of them is... Um, we can hide the or like protect the 
the anonymity of the main characters. Yeah, the the identity of them. And yeah. Because it's a true yeah. story, right? It's a true story, yeah. exactly. So yeah. it's a really special genre. Yeah. It's a niche movie. Yeah. So it's very hard to finance because cartoons and animation is something seen as um, a media for kids. Mm-hmm. So when you go to financier and financier that you want to do an, an, an animation film for a grown-up audience, mm-hmm. it's it's very hard to convince yeah. people. Mm-hmm. And there's very few movies that has been like um, been made with this genre. There's Vals with Bashir. That mm-hmm. is one one of the most famous one that one can few years ago, but there's it's very uh, there's very few of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And also, the, I'm guessing, uh, yeah, an animated documentary isn't that also kind of a an, a niche within animation, even? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, it is really much because it's so to give you like like a movie like that costs three point three million euros. Mm-hmm. So if you you know when you need to convince financiers mm-hmm. within that budget you could do four documentary. Yeah. So then you're like why will you you know why mm-hmm. will you do that movie when mm-hmm. then you're taking the spot of four or three or four other yeah. movies you know. You're a producer. Yeah. Uh, were you interested in animation before any of this began like before you moved to Denmark what was your beginnings with this? Um, so yeah I have a degree in animation uh, producing animation yeah. I had that in Paris mm-hmm. um, and the reason why I went to animation is that uh, you know a lot of people want to work in live action yeah. and there's there's not a lot of job there uh-huh. and then I started to work in live action and I also I found that sometimes people in live action they are a bit I think it's because you have a lot of like actors and uh, I think people are a bit snob. But mm-hmm. when it comes to animation, it's so much like about craftsmanship. If I yeah. can you draw and it takes so many people, it's like a teamwork. Mm-hmm. I mean, live action as well, but animation, you need to time it yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah 10, 20 times. And then and then like uh, uh, it's it goes for like the fleet took one and a half years to produce, like to make. Yeah. And then it took about five years to finance. Um, wow. Yeah. So um So when you say finance Yeah like to didn't, find the didn't you need yeah but didn't you also you need to find a so you mean when you created the flea that yeah. was one and a half year but I'm assuming you had to finance that bit of it also <laughs> how did that work Um so what what you what you do when you make a movie is that you you need to like pitch your project to like uh, financiers so the mm-hmm. Danish Film Institute uh, mm-hmm. uh, we have Copenhagen Film Fund that is financing the movie we have the Nordic Film and TV Fund we have West Danish Film Fund in in in, in Jutland mm-hmm. um, so you need to convince all of those financiers yeah. that that you know you want to 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 make that film and so you need to convince them the sto- what the story is about and what the technique yeah. but do, do you need financiers before you can start actually yeah. drawing Or yeah, can you yeah, you, start making no, it and then? No, no, you need to have all the the, the mo- all the budget to make your film. Right. Because okay. You, because okay, otherwise so was, you can't deliver. So it was five years of getting it ready, and then a year and a half of making it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And actually, Jonas, the director, it's about eight years uh, right. because he started to write it before, so it's okay. even longer for Jonas Poirasmussen, the director of yeah, the film. Okay. So, so, so I understand pretty much that there's six years of your life working with Flea, but then there's this other year, first year of Denmark. What, what what brought you to Denmark? What was that? What was the first year of Denmark? Um, so I moved to Viborg in Jutland. It's about an hour away from uh, from Aarhus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like you have this school called the Animation Workshop uh-huh. where they're doing an art residency. So ah, okay. I moved there and did the art residency as a producer. Yeah. Oh. I think Denmark, because it's such a small country, you don't have a school for animation producer, uh-huh. but you do have a school for uh, animators. Uh-huh. So I started to work with some Danish uh, director when I was in France. Yeah. And then um, I, my job, I was working as a production assistant in France and my job wasn't really exciting. So I moved to Denmark in Viborg to like yeah. continue 
opportunity to work yeah. with that director okay. on, on a on a on a completely different project. It's called the Reward. It was crowdfunding. So that's how we started Sun Creature yeah. uh, with two Kickstarter campaign where wow. we raised three hundred thousand oh. euros and. Mm-hmm. On uh, on Kickstarter, mm-hmm. and that's how we started our studio, Sun Creature. Wow, that's amazing! You started wow. by Kickstarter. Yeah. Well, crowdfunding. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. So you, you you found that you you found that there was a niche for for animation production producers here, uh, that there wasn't a school that and and you could come. Uh, when you arrived, and you I suppose you had the benefit of having worked with a Danish d- director already. But what was it like when you moved to Denmark? What was it like working in Denmark? I mean, it was I was very naive of like I I knew the director like we did a workshop together in Hungary, Germany, Denmark, and France. So it was mm. a workshop where his director and producer from those four countries yep. that worked together for two weeks in each of those countries. Mm-hmm. Where, so I started to work with that director called Mikkel Mines. Oh. Uh, and then I moved to Denmark, but I didn't I didn't know anything about Denmark. Yeah. So and I really assumed that because we look the same, we are the same. Yeah, 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 <laughs> kind yeah, of yeah. like there's no culture gap. So <laughs> so and then you just learn that there is actually a, a gap. Yeah. Um, and but like I really like for me Sweden, Norway, Denmark was this like I really have no knowledge whatsoever about Denmark. Mm. The only mm. thing I know was a few movies, you know, from Las Trier and Winterbeck, mm. but that mm-hmm. was about it really. Mm-hmm. And, and how did you find it when you moved here? Did you enjoy it? Did you find it difficult? Uh, so because I was a very, you know, I was in art residency, yeah. so with international student and f- animation filmmakers. Yeah. So you kind of in like a little bubble. Yeah. Okay. So it's I think my experience from from that is like I think it's very unique, yeah. where uh, people that are there have been traveling from, you know, from like they've been traveling before and they're making movies. So I think yeah. because I'm with artistic people, yeah. I think it's uh, I find it really like really fun and really. Uh, you know, it's so nice with people that just want to work together and yeah. do project together. And I found that in Denmark, being young and uh, it's not an issue and being a woman is not an issue. Yeah. And you can, you know, I started my com- son creature with the guys. I was 25 years old. Mm-hmm. And I think if I stay in France, I would have, you know, first your assi- production assistant and your production manager, then your line producer and then your producer. I've been producer since I'm 26 years old and mm-hmm. 32 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... That's like amazing. In in France, you could you wait, f- you know, until you're forty, forty five, yeah. you know, yeah. and so I think for me that was really like and like I felt like if you want to do it, you just can do it. Yeah, and that's been amazing for me. Yeah, uh, it, it really sounds like you you because we speak to a lot of people who've moved to Denmark and like found careers here, but it's they, they often have this kind of getting like this kind of like um, maturing period of like learning about the place and yeah. finding out where they stand in it. But it really feels like you got here running. Like you were already on a project. You already mm-hmm. had a trajectory that you were on. So y- you didn't have to like slow down when you got here. You were already doing things you wanted to do. You know? Yeah, I had unemployment money from France because yeah. I worked in France. So mm-hmm. I had like free, like an unemployment. So I had like a basic salary for yeah. a full year. And because I had free rent because I was in, in an artistic um, residency, yeah. I could work on Sun Creature without getting paid because I had yeah, French employment money. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I could really just do my work <sighs> and then and then focus on that. Living the dream. Yeah. yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> you really figured that one yeah. out. That was, <laughs> well. but, but, but okay, what, what about when you had to... Jump out of that bubble. Uh, yeah, 
Because to be honest, and Viborg, then set up Sun Creature Studios. I'm assuming. Yeah, also. I mean, we started it Sun Creature in Viborg. You started it. Uh, yeah, okay. and yeah. then, uh, but the thing is, you know, Viborg. I don't know if you've been there. It's like twenty thousand people living there, and it's like I was living in Paris before moving to Viborg. Yeah. It's like a huge gap. Yeah. You know. Really? Yeah. Just a little. I, bit. I hope Viborg <laughs> is the Paris of the, uh, Denmark. That's what they say. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> people yeah. from Viborg say. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They want to believe that. But, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but it's uh, so. And I work with the, the guy. So in Sun Creature, we like we were seven mm-hmm. and four Danes and three French people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know some of the guys like Bo and Miguel I've worked with. They've been in Viborg for six years, you know, and they were like so tired of the place. I mean, mm-hmm. they loved it there and it was very good, but I think they wanted to move on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I mean, Viborg after a year, it's I, I want something else. Um, so we moved to Copenhagen. Uh, that was a bit bold because like we were like the money we had was like because of the Kickstarter campaign we've done mm-hmm. on our first project. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have any like um, studio to go. So our first few months in Copenhagen, we had our workstation in like in my little uh, room. I had mm-hmm. a running, uh, like, so it was like, it looked like a big lane party with like computers <laughs> everywhere. And mm-hmm. like, uh, and, um, but then we, we got like, uh, so the thing is, in Viborg, that's where I started to uh, meet met Jonas, the director of Flea, and I yeah. also met Monica, the producer I'm working with from Final Cut for Real. Mm-hmm. Final Cut for Real is this documentary company that is known for the act of killing and the look of silence. Wow. That yeah. I've been, okay. yeah, they won yeah, an yeah. Oscar. Yeah, yeah they've been, yeah. 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 And uh, they are, they are, we're producing Flea together. And mm. so we met in Viborg because in Viborg you have this uh, workshop called uh, Anidox, which is a workshop for filmmakers that are not going from animation but want to do an animated documentary. So mm-hmm. Anidox is a workshop where they, um, like the, these people from the documentary world and animation world that I'm, I'm meeting. Yeah, and that's uh, where I started to work with Jonas uh, 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 in Viborg. And then, then we moved to Copenhagen and Jonas, the director, is from, Vib- is from Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. And Monica, the producer from Final Cut, is also from Copenhagen. And then we were looking for an office and Monica said, oh, we have like an attic free on top mm. of our uh, office. There's next to the Little Mermaid. Mm. So we moved on top of their Final Cut for Real uh, office. So it was like, uh, but it was like, yeah, 40 square meters. So we are like the, the guys who were seven. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we started the, the studio. And mm. uh, because I work six years on Flea, but you don't work full time, you know. Yes. Then yeah, of yeah. course you have yeah, other projects. Other project. Otherwise, yeah, you yeah, know. Of course. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I forgot your question. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so then you came to Copenhagen, yeah. and I guess you're outside of the, a little bit outside of the Vipol bubble yeah. and the the quite uh, a bit outside, yeah, <laughs> very much outside of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was there any sort of did you discover any more cultural challenges there, or sort of, or were we just like oh um, no, no, no? I think what is I think it's more I think. I think I haven't been focusing so much on the culture because I think for me it's been starting a company more mm-hmm. than my focus. Yeah. And one thing is to start a company in your own country, but another thing is to start when you're abroad because if you don't manage to get money out of it, mm-hmm. then you can't pay your rent mm-hmm. and then you need to go t- back to your own country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you okay. know, So yeah. it's like, you know, it's actually a big deal. If you don't have a sibling or you don't have friends to yeah. like, if it doesn't work, it, ne- it has to work out because <laughs> otherwise it means that you go back to friends that you yeah. find, like, yeah. and that's like, so it needs to fucking work. Yeah. You're extra motivated kind of in that sense, do you think? Or did that I mean, sort of yeah. spur you on or you had to basically? You had to work, yeah. you know, because, yeah. yeah, otherwise, like, it's just like all that energy put in that and if it's not going out, like, 
but the no the culture is like the rent is super expensive so how do you do that mm-hmm. uh, and we were so we seven corners at St. Creature so you need to pay seven salaries mm-hmm. so we're like how it's the lowest we can get it's like like paid you yeah know? yeah yeah and then do a math okay times seven plus paying like a like very little rent we were for that office Mm. and then the internet like so Mm. yeah so i think the the gap wasn't like cultural within the city it's more like working with danish people yeah i Mm. think that's more like because we are french three french as i said and four danes and it's just like you just don't work the same way you just don't communicate the same way and i took that for granted when i came because i was i didn't take like a management class of like how do you you know, how do you speak differently? How do you, mm. you know, Denmark is very flat hierarchy. Like the conflict yeah. is, is not easy. Yeah. Like mm. when uh, French people are way, way more straightforward, they're like much, and, and that's uh, sometimes not, it can be taken as a bad thing, but it's uh, in Denmark, you need a consent, being like a consensus, like that mm-hmm. everyone agrees. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. like, how do you move on? Like, so there's, there is that, but they, I think it's if you, I think they're quite complementary. You just need to be um, questioning the way you work, and that's you know that you don't that's it's 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 uh, that it's okay that it's different that's mm-hmm. what you used to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because the way you were saying that you got to Denmark and you you were busy and you you like from the beginning and like making your own company and things and and you learned along the way. But in contrast, Flea is actually quite in depth about the, the cultural differences in Denmark because the story is uh, about an Afghan uh, man who comes here mm-hmm. and has to like create a life here. And then, uh, can can you tell us a bit about the story itself sure. and like a bit uh, you what you learned from producing such an like incredible story? Sure. So um, Flea is um, is a story about a young boy called, oh, he's a man now, he's a grown-up, he's 38, 40, um, that uh, is from Afghanistan. And uh, he moved to Denmark at the age of 15. Mm-hmm. Um, his best friend is Jonas, the director. And Jonas has been... Uh, in real life? In real life, yeah. Wow. yeah. And uh, Jonas has been directing a documentary before. Mm-hmm. And only documentary. And then, and his, his best friend Amin, that he met at uh, in a, in high school, um, uh, Jonas always knew that Amin was coming from Afghanistan. And he has a story, and he was telling him, "When you're ready to tell your story, I would like to make a movie about it." Mm-hmm. And then Amin was like, "Yeah, I'm not ready and uh, yet." And like Jonas did different approaches. And then when Jonas did that workshop in Vibor called Anidocs. Uh, and that Jonas told Amin that he would uh, like to do it in animation. Then mm-hmm. uh, he said, uh, Amin, he said, okay, then uh, I, I'm okay to do that movie. Wow. Uh, and then uh, tell the, his story for the first time. To yeah. that. He never told his story to anyone before really? before that. Oh, wow. So the so movie... From no one to the whole world is yeah. quite a... That's, yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. that's a brave move. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but that's also what, like, what we were using. Like, it's, Amin is not his real yes. name. Yeah, yeah. And like this, like... Um, yeah. So the way the movie has been made is like a lot of interviews where Jonas uh, has been using a technique that is very close to like therapy where Amin is laying down Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, Jonas is talking to him and asking him a question and uh, uh, Amin is replying to, to him in the present time. Mm, okay. So like he's like uh, reliving his memories, and also that's why using animation where you can recreate, you know, yeah. because yeah, of yeah. course there is no footage from that time, so it's yeah. all based on memories. So how do you create that? And how do you make it interesting? On like with a movie, yeah. and that's why using animation is is a really a good tool for that. Yeah. So um, so the story is about uh, I mean that uh, how he came to Denmark uh, with his family, like like how he moved from Afghanistan. 
um, he was supposed to 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 come to his, his old family, but because he's, he has uh, encountered a lot of like uh, challenges on the way, he got stuck in Russia for a few years, and he has like two sisters that had to move. They were aiming for to Sweden actually, because he's one of his older brothers was, and he's still in Sweden. Okay. And uh, his brother um, was working as a, a cleaning man mm-hmm. uh, and saving money to pay for the traffickers for 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 moving all his family. So two sisters, his mom, another brother, and I mean, mm-hmm. um, and um, so it's a lot of money. Uh, yeah. uh, and um, so the story tells how I mean went like his journey to Denmark, but also his journey of how to like live with his past, like because he's uh, he, so he arrived in Denmark, but he thought he was Sweden. But then they uh-huh. say no, you're in Denmark now, and you can't move anywhere. Uh-huh. Like you need to stay. And then mm-hmm. us, his two sisters and his mom are in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, yeah, and so. Uh, so it, it's also the story about because he is also he's gay. So it's also like in Dari, which is the Afghan language, there's not even a word to say gay. Mm. So when mm. he came here, it was like, can you fix me? Like, can you tell the dogs, can have, do you have a pills to fix me? Like, there's something wrong with me. Wow. And it's like, no, there's nothing wrong with you. You oh. just, that's just, you just, you just, you know, you're just yeah. like men and, and that's okay. Yeah. But um, so the movie is also about that. How do you, you know, cause coming out of age story, like, uh, so that's a, like important part of the film. Mm-hmm. Another part is that this, I mean, is very successful. Like he has a PhD mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, like he is very successful and he's traveling a lot for his work. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he, he feels like he has a depth towards his family and to, especially towards his brother that paid mm. and like put his, his life aside. Yeah. Uh, his older brother never got like married and, and kids and had a Swedish girlfriend for ten years. But because he did, he couldn't save up money. Their relation didn't go anywhere because uh, wow. he has that, you know. So yeah. the movie is about how do you? Um, it's it's how like it's how he came to Denmark, but also what I like like what's important to me is that it's also. You know, it's uplifting. It's this guy, he, you know, he's doing it very well. You know, he, he, he bought a house with his boyfriend in the in the countryside. He's very well educated. He's like, so, and I think because six years ago when I started to work on the movie, there's, there was like the refugee crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the, a lot of story of like what's happening now. But in this story, it's like 20 years after. What What is happening to those people that are facing now? Mm-hmm. So it's also giving like, uh, like one story of like, in 20s, what do they become, those people, yeah. you know? Yeah. What, because they are individual. Mm-hmm. But I think that's so... Yeah, like back then, during the refugee crisis, that's important. But also now that we're seeing so much sort of this in, in Denmark with the politicians and about sort of immigration policies here and how many people are being kicked out. Like a story like this, that is a success story and a coming of age story. And yeah, giving this perspective of like, look, like these people be- can become success stories. I think mm-hmm. that's such an important mm-hmm. uh, message to get yeah. out there right now, because uh, so many people are just being sent home. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. And, and I also, I think it's about like telling one story because I think sometimes it can be overwhelming that you hear those crazy and it's yeah. just like it's about one like it's one person one story so it becomes much more the intimacy it, yeah, and, yeah you can relate to yeah. you know it's yeah. uh and i think that's that's what i think can create like a warning because sometimes like you know the what's going on in the world is a bit too much and sometimes like oh i can't listen to those news it's yeah. Yeah. too fucking much but that's also i think that's uh complemented by the animation of it that that yeah. you're you're approaching this in a new way like you mentioned um, um the act of killing uh, a very famous documentary and that's famous because of the way it was made that it kind of tricked people into telling more of a story and like the viewer getting more of it and i think the same is with flea that the the animation is kind of 
not tricking the viewer, but like lulling them into like, it's okay, you're going to hear some really heavy stuff, but we're going to do it calmly for you and like in this like in like a way that is easy for you to take in without being like uh, wanting to push back or be like, oh, this is too heavy for me. I don't want to hear mm. these stories. It's it's like, mm. this is factual, but we're going to give it to you in a... In a, in a, a, a a nice way <laughs> you yeah. kind of you're not a nice way but you know what I mean that like yeah, a way that very can, much and yeah. and I also think for me it's you know people who watch documentary are 50 plus people you know mm-hmm. it's that's if you look at the audience that's what it is mm. and I think for me bring animation to that topic is also to like create like a bigger audience like maybe younger that yeah. will not normally watch documentary yeah. but because it's animation it's like they might like they will watch it more likely than if it's like yeah. in a, this documentary genre yeah. so I think it's also to like huge a media that are, is more accessible yeah. for like a bigger audience yeah. even though it's, t- it's still an issue you know but mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's that's where I think people in their 20s and uh, early 30s are much more familiar with animation and want to watch anime, mm-hmm. anime animation for grown up yeah. uh, and I think that's for me that's why I think it's important that, that that we can use also animation f- to tell those kind of stories. Yeah. Mm. And uh, we, is it going to be shown in Copenhagen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's uh, in a lot of cinemas. Uh, yeah. Empire Bureau, Grand Theatre. It's like, it's uh, from, yeah, from the 17th of June, it's going to be in the, like, uh, all over Denmark. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I you, it's a good year for Danish productions. I mean, it's like a lot of awards. Yeah. Congratulations on your awards in Sundance, by the way. Thank you. That's, a, that's yeah. That must be incredible. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, the editor on Flea, Janis, mm-hmm. is the same editor as uh, on um, Dan the Drug. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. And uh, it's a funny story because Janis is like, uh, he's a, you know, he's so experienced. He's like 70 years old man that has been editing so many movies but yeah. his first time he's has been editing animation oh wow you know and it's really like how do you even do that i don't yeah yeah i've never considered that no, i thought that's actually true yeah. yeah it's it's completely the other way around so because in in the documentary and that's i think what has been very challenging but also really great about this film is that people from the documentary world had to learn to how animation work and yeah. the other way around so we need to, we needed to like be like, okay, this is kind of like a new way of working. So you need to come in that movie with like kind of forgetting the way you used to work mm-hmm. and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where like Janus and Monica has been like, ama- and Jonas of course has been amazing about being very open in their way of working because mm-hmm. in animation, the way you do it is you do a storyboard and then, and, and then an animatic. And yes. the animatic is like storyboard with like um, dialogue in. Mm-hmm. And when you have a lock animatic, then you have your film mm-hmm. basically. And then it's about making it prettier with making the image moving and the background and yep. colored and, and all that um, but when you do a documentary the editing happened at the very very end of the movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you know you need to uh, Janus had to work like on like a storyboard panel mm-hmm. that he had to edit mm-hmm. but the great thing was that you know when you work in a feature fi- like live action or documentary you need to li- to work with the, the footage you have mm-hmm. but when it comes to animation you yeah. can actually recreate them like when Janus was sitting together with Kenneth which is the lead storyboard artist Uh, was like okay can you do a close up here of Amin can you do like a different angle mm-hmm. and it's like so they were drawing he was drawing and like generating that that panel to Yanis so he could create like uh, you know when you need to, to because you still need to build the story and, and having some uh, uh, how do you call it some um, 
uh, like uh, arc, you yes. know, story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 story yeah. beat yeah. and story arc, and yeah. and uh, when you have documentary or live action, you just have like x amount of footage mm -hmm. that you can use, mm -hmm. and sometimes they resend to be, like on shoot because they need something else because yeah, the movie yeah, is yeah. not working. Yeah. But in animation, you can ask like uh, the storyboard is to draw. Mm -hmm. So I think that that was very like uh, for Janus that he, he said that that was very very interesting for him that you know he worked on the hunt from Winterberg like he worked on really oh, big wow. animation yeah. uh, uh, no live action Danish yeah. movie you know yeah. and being so open at his uh, like with his and his age that was like like really really amazing wow. um so um yeah but it's it's, it's I think what's I think has been working on Flea, like from a production, like from the film itself, but also from a team. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when you spend so many time, so many years with a team, you need to like, it's it's a long, it's a long relationship with yeah. people to work with and working, like finding people that you can work with. It's not, you know, it's not, uh, it's not necessarily easy, <laughs> you know. <laughs> also with the cultural differences and yeah. sort of get it, yeah, yeah. understanding like, those. And you yeah. know, cultures, uh, cultural, cultural differences, age, Uh, background and so you also need to be with people that are open-minded to like think differently yeah yeah, be okay with things, that. yeah. 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 and being like that is a, someone that is 28 years, years old and, and and you have like 20 years in between but you you listen and like yeah. okay that mm. person knows more and that's okay yeah yeah and what what's the so you've you've clearly had success from success, success to success with some creature what's the future now what, what what are you working on what do you want to see happen going forward Uh, I mean, it's been a complicated year. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah no shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, no, uh, but I can't, I can't imagine, like, yes, I can say I've had a complicated year, but I can't imagine having worked on something for so long. Yeah. And then right when you're about to sort of release it to the world, yeah. the world shuts down. Yeah. I mean... How you're not a complete mess? Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand. Like that's that's very I mean, impressive. But that again, then you look at Flea and what I mean has been through. Then you're like, yeah, okay. you it's know, your strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. just wearing a fucking mask and I'm stuck at home. Yeah, and that's you yeah, know he's yeah. been through. Like he also gives some perspective about what is, you know. I mean that's what because when we finish, we mix the movie. We finish the mix, find the sound. Then lockdown happened. Yeah. That's about March last year. Um, And then uh, no one knew, you know. I yeah. mean, really, no how one long, knew like yeah. how long, what, yeah, what yeah. happened. No one knew. So, uh, and then we got the crazy news that we got selected to Cannes, which yeah. is for animation. There's only one or two movies per year. Mm -hmm. And Cannes is like, and then we're like, okay. Then like, but we're not going to go. Okay, but, you know, then you need to think, okay, it's not a, you know, it's, it means that the movie is going to be seen. Because when you do movies, that's what it's about, is that your movie needs to be seen. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, of course, it could, it could have been, you know, really cool to be on a carpet and all that. And for sure, you're like, oh, that sucks. But, you mm -hmm. know, then you're like, but the movie means that if they can label, it means that the movie is going to travel. Yeah. And that's what matters. Mm -hmm. And it means that the next movie that Jonas is going to do and the movie that I'm next one I'm going to produce yeah. is going to be easier to finance. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and also at that point, we knew that the flea was selected to, to Sendance. Which so Cannes is in uh, June and Sundance is in so June 20, 2020 and then Sundance is in February 21. So we're like, oh, okay, we can't go to Cannes, but then we can go to Sundance. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, in six months, this shit is going to get over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and, uh, and I remember because at that time when we won, so the big documentary prize at Sundance, uh, uh, Like I was actually, I was case contact case, uh, so I I was at home stuck mm. for like 
like eight days uh, mm. and you're like shit man <laughs> it's like you're like you got a you know phone call saying ah oh, you got the big prize and, uh, and you're like and you're like just alone in your apartment fuck me you know and then you know, so um, but then you know because of Sendance uh, and that prize like we got picked by Neo which is like a huge distributor in the US um, mm. that um, distributed uh, Parasite that won, won several awards yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, so and now we're working on the Oscar race for Flea and wow. um, you know it's like uh, it's, that's going to be 2022 mm-hmm. so hopefully let's see I'm, I'm a bit scared of saying that but it, it should be fine <laughs> yeah yeah and then uh, parallel to that, I've um, I've started like uh, so beside flea because of course you need to do all the things like you know you need to <laughs> there's all the projects yeah, at the yeah, same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm working on a Cartoon Network TV series oh, for wow. kids uh, yeah. from eight to twelve years old. Yeah. Uh, I work on a season one, very short was uh, that was released in 2018. Mm-hmm. We were at the BAFTA in 18 for that. It was wow. like best international TV show. Um, mm. So it was really successful. Also like. Uh, and it's Danish director, mm-hmm. um, Christian uh, Boving and Eva Lee Wahlberg um, that are yeah, directing that TV show. Mm-hmm. So I'm producing it in Denmark and I'm producing also in French because the way you do movies, uh, y- you need to find financing a bit in different countries. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. in Fr- France, it's like the third country when it comes to animation. Like you have US, Japan and France. Wow. Uh, there's like a really like strong system, uh, fi- 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 like financial support yeah, and yeah. a lot of schools and... Uh, cool. And um, so uh, like I, we started a studio in like a studio in France, in Bordeaux. Yes, yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah. So we can co-produce between the two countries. Yeah. And then uh, and then for me, then it's like, it's nice and I can be between the two countries as well. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I don't need to choose. I can have the luxury of, of yeah. being in both places. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, I, I'm 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 very happy that you found a second to come in and talk to us. It sounds like you're <laughs> you're nonstop busy. This is this is good stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah but it's it's uh, yeah. I mean it's busy, but it's uh, yeah. It's uh, it's good. It's it's yeah. It's mm. good busy. Yeah. <laughs> it's good busy. Yeah. yeah. It's an inspiring story. Your own and uh, flea is an uh, I'm sure an inspiring story as well. So yeah. I can't wait to see it. And yeah into the cinemas and it's on the 17th of June it's, it's, yes, it starts, uh, yeah. it comes out and yeah. it's in Empire and uh, Empire, it's in like, ev- like a, lot, a lot of cinemas sure. you'll, we'll, you'll, we'll, we'll, of, like, you'll gonna see excellent. a lot of uh, cinemas I can't wait to see it yeah. Charlotte thank you so much for coming into us thank you for us. having me <laughs> thank you so much Charlotte for uh, joining us in the studio uh, highly recommend uh, I have not seen it myself yet but uh, no. I'm so excited that it's coming back and uh, coming to theaters here in Denmark 17th of June yep uh, um, also, because uh, I, I noticed we clearly we were talking about Flea a lot because it's it's a, it's a, it's won the awards and and it's really made a statement at the moment. But if you go on to um, Sun Creatures website, mm-hmm. they have a, a selection of of their animations, and it's just to see the different styles of animation and yeah. the, the beauty of it. Highly recommend checking out the website, having a look at what the, the other things they've made because it's Flea is a fantastic thing, but they've done so much more as well. For sure, for yeah. sure, for sure. You want to something? I didn't have a great segue. Wait, so. <laughs> see, what I would have said was something like, um, speaking of sun creatures, speaking of hot things, hot tips. That's the segue I would have used, but you didn't. So, Marius, do you have any hot tips? <laughs> yeah. I okay, do. right. What's your hot tips for the week to come? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, there's a 40 hours festival. 
48 hours. Did I say 40 hours? You said 40. That would have been an odd number. <laughs> uh, well, I guess... Uh, anyway, there's a 48-hour uh, festival uh, called Caribbean uh, Corner. Uh, it's dub in uh, dub in the grass. Dub, dub, dub music. Yeah, yeah. I grasset, yeah. Yep. Um, du it in dansk? Dub i grasset? Dub grass. Dub grass, yes. Right. It's uh, this Saturday at uh, Hans Tausend's Park. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's free. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a Caribbean corner. So uh, you can uh, sort of enjoy yourself listening to Jamaican sort of uh, music. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, there'll be some uh, dancing. There'll be Caribbean-inspired food. Mm-hmm. And uh, the sound system is uh, brought to, uh, is their home-built sound system by uh, Freetown Sound System. So expect it to ah. be booming. Nice. Booming. Is this is this the place, like, if you're going down, like, across the bridge and you go down the little... What's the street with all the nice little bars on it? Uh, Stephen's go. Yeah, you know, not Stephen's get. No, no. The where's the park? Where's the, where's this taking place? I'm it, trying to remember exactly. Uh, it is uh, Nabo. Uh, can I remember exactly where it is? No, is, I can't. Is Apotec bar? You know that little music bar in Apotec? Is that the, at the corner of it? Ooh. Do you want me to look up Hans Thousand's <laughs> No. We'll share the event. Okay, Don't cool. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I shouldn't be I shouldn't be doing this no, for you no. now. I'm, sorry, listeners. <laughs> Terribly stressful. Jeez. Because I, I want to go and I want to know where I'm going. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, that is fair. That yeah. is fair. You should, you should know where you're going. Um, But it's where? Just so everyone's clear? Hans Thousand's Park. That's where we're going. Yes. Right, and cool. it's uh, this Saturday, which is the 15th of May, yep. starting at two. There's food, good music. Go have a great time. Cool. Uh, yes. Also, in uh, hot tips, Denmark, uh, Co- or Copenhagen, gets its first mini golf burger bar. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> the thing we've all been waiting for. <laughs> uh, in the meat packing district, uh, you can go, uh, yeah, get your mini golf on. Really? Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've built an indoors mini uh, golf uh, sort of yeah. Yes. Park. Yes. Basically. How, how often? How often have I said? You say it all I the want, time. I want. I yeah. want an indoor mini golf place in Copenhagen. It's 14 holes. <laughs> That's the perfect number. That's the perfect number. I hear. Yes. <laughs> And there's a one. There's a CCTV camera attached to each one of them. Oh yeah. Hey. Yeah. That's where all the 14 cameras yeah. <laughs> were set up. Uh, but this is in the meatpacking district. Um, It, uh, I think it opened on the seventh of May, so uh, they've been going for uh, a, a week or two now. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you can go get burgers and beers and mini golf. So, Sounds uh, fun. When the the weather turns and it's not as lovely as it is today, mm-hmm. you can go get your golf on. Nice. Yeah. Finally, I strongly recommend people um, joining um, a protest uh, on the 16th of uh, Sunday, the 16th of May, mm-hmm. from uh, four. Um, And uh, actually, it's kind of a, a sit-in kind of uh, protest, so okay. it's going all the way to the 30th of May. Huh. So you can kind of pick a date to join and support up on this. And this is to, yeah, it's basically in support of Syrian refugees who are being deported. Uh, deported. S- deported. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> to Syria, uh, which is a war zone. And um, yeah, the the basis basic idea is to say to the politicians who are sadly sort of in favor of sending uh, Syrian refugees yeah. back that um, they shouldn't um, because there's yeah it's a terrible regime the yeah. Assad regime is a it's a war zone and uh, and they're 
they're just plucking people who have been you know lived here as children mm-hmm. and they're just sending them home or are they sending them to some of these uh, sort of internment camps mm-hmm. here in Denmark where they're just stuck and sort of have no access to education or anything yeah so and it's been yeah it's been like the world has now also kind of gotten uh, or have realized what Denmark is doing so mm-hmm. it's getting a lot of flag which is really really good yeah so so to um for those who haven't heard Denmark has recognized that Damascus is now a safe place to return to yeah they they say Damascus is safe for people to go back to which is insane and because it's not a simple um, a, a very brief look at the situation will tell you that There's many different factions. People from many different backgrounds are here. It's it's not simply Syrians go to Syria. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy that you would think such a thing that Damascus is safe. Everyone goes back. I mean. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but I just highly recommend people uh, supporting this and uh, yeah, that we tell the politicians and we use our right to protest and freedom of speech to sort of inform that this shit just ain't okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not to. I th- I thought that was fitting given the the context of uh, Flee the film also. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. and uh, definitely something we should support. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, then some fantastic hop tips, sir. Yep. Thank hop, you. Thank you. Hop tips. Hop hop tips. Hop tips. That's if we do like craft beers uh, yeah. as well. <laughs> hop tips. <laughs> uh, right. So, so so that's the show. That is the show. Uh, check out Facebook for um, hot tips. Hot tips. Yes. Uh, check out uh, Sun Creature for checking out their animations, and definitely check out Flea. Yeah, seventeenth of June. June. It's, It's going to be in cinemas. lots of cinemas. Yes. Um, thank you very much if you've clicked on Copenhagen Post. Mm-hmm. And uh, and and uh, and uh, stay Copen.